I guess that's one thing that every human being likes. So today, you're going to be hearing a flood of Hanuman stories. Um, I have written, what, four books on Hanumanji till now. And uh, so in all my research and study of Hanumanji and reading of hundreds of uh, different um, literature, I found some really sweet and really amazing stories that I love telling. So I'm going to be sharing with you all some really amazing stories today. Some of these stories you would have never heard in your life. And some of them you would have heard, but uh, you know, the lessons and the angles with which we're going to be discussing, it will be unique. So let me begin by telling you all three stories of Hanumanji, which are about three colors of Hanuman. I don't know if you know how Hanuman is found in three different colors. He is found in a red color, he is found in an orange color, and he is found in a black color. Did you all know this till now? Did you know this? Oh, that's good. So I want to tell you all about these three colors of Hanuman. How these deities of Hanuman are formed and what is the story behind these deities. Sounds exciting? <laughs> so... <clears throat> Let me begin by telling you all the story of the Red Hanuman. When Lord Ram uh, 
सीता लक्ष्मण ऑल ऑफ देम वर इन अयोध्या मच आफ्टर द वॉर हनुमान जी शाड़ा लिविंग विद देम इन अयोध्या हनुमान नेवर वेंट बैक बिकॉज ही जस्ट फाउंड इज होम इन राम्स कंपनी वन डे हनुमान हैड अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग थॉट ही वॉज थिंकिंग वाई डज राम लव सीता सो मच so he was thinking surely sita has some secret <coughs> because of which ram loves her so much and hanuman decided to investigate that day and from morning to evening he was following sita everywhere he just imagine a monkey following you everywhere you know so sita was wondering what is this guy doing you know all that all day long he is following her and he's very intently keeping a watch on her you know sita it didn't say anything he just let him be you know and hanuman kept watching everything she was doing finally in the evening sita was sitting in front of the mirror you know decorating herself getting herself ready for ram so suddenly sita started putting a sindoor on her forehead you know in india they put this little bindi on the forehead is like a mark of marriage so hanuman didn't understand what she did he went and asked her what did you just do why did you put the red color on your head you know Now Sita didn't know how to answer him because first of all he was a monkey. On top of that he was a brahmachari, you know. So how do you explain this concept? You know. So Sita made it very simple for him. She told him, "This red dot on my head makes Ram very happy." <laughs> That's it. Hanuman found the trade secret of Sita, you know, and he realized that he has hit gold. He ran from there. Sita didn't know why he ran away like that, you know. He ran straight out of the palace. He went. through the streets of ayodhya and he ran into one shop and in that shop there was a big sack of red sindoor he took the full sack and emptied on himself <laughs> from top to bottom he became red you know and he started walking on the streets of ayodhya so everyone was laughing at him you know looking at you know this red monkey walking around and then he entered into the court of lord ram and ram was engaged in some very serious discussion and Suddenly, everybody started laughing. Ram was wondering why is everyone laughing, and then suddenly he saw Hanuman walking in, fully red from top to bottom. Ram couldn't contain his laughter. He just started laughing like mad. He started rolling on the ground and laughing, and Hanuman felt so happy. He said, "I have never seen Ram so happy with me." And Hanuman now is now convinced that this red color is working, you know. So finally, after Ram controlled himself, he asked Hanuman, "What is this? Why did you become red like this?" You know, Hanuman said, "My dear Lord, Mother Sita told me that a little red dot on on a forehead makes you so happy. And I thought, if a little red on on a forehead makes you so happy, how happy you will be when I'm fully in red?" And that's why Hanuman made himself completely red. So from that day onwards, uh, this one particular form of Hanuman Ji's worship, which is red Hanuman. And I'm sure if you've seen temples in India, especially you'll find you know red Hanumans all of uh, a lot of places. Now I'm going to tell you a story of the orange Hanuman, and that's even more interesting. Um, one time, Lord Hanuman was walking around in a village, and he saw a very strange sight. He saw there was an elderly lady who was um, crying a lot. and there was a big doll made of wood and that had the shape of a boy 
and they were going to cremate it they were going to put fire on it you know so hanuman wondering what is going on why are they cremating a doll so hanuman went and asked this old lady what happened what are you doing this old lady explained that i have a son named gajashakti and this boy he was a wrestler very powerful person but for many days now gajashakti is missing so she said i have no idea where gajashakti has gone and in my age i can't even go around looking for him i've just assumed that he is dead and i want to just you know do a cremation for him but i don't even have his body so i'm doing a cremation for a doll that resembles my son hanuman said no don't do this i'll help you find your son don't give up hope hanuman promised her that i'll come back with your son then hanuman went away from there and he began to roam around asking everyone for gajeshakti as hanuman was roaming around traveling all over he came across two men who were on the edge of a cliff they were going to jump into the cliff and going to end their lives they were very thin frail and very weak people hanuman stopped them and he asked them what are you doing why are why are ending your life so these two men they said there is a big problem that we are facing and there is no other way other than death hanuman asked them what is your problem i'll help you so these two men explained their problem it was a little complex problem they said there was a a tyrant named baladhari so this man was a very powerful person and this baladhari he got a boon from lord brahma and according to this boon this man could could uh, take away the strength of anybody and the strength of those people will enter into him and he will become double strong you know so baladhari he started capturing all the wrestlers in that area in all those you know cities and villages and he would kidnap these wrestlers and bring them to his uh, kingdom and he would take away their strength and like this baladhari started becoming powerful and these two people they said we were wrestlers before now they are so thin and emaciated but before they were powerful wrestlers and they said the only way baladhari strength will decrease is if all those people that are in his cap- in his captivity they die but he doesn't allow them to die also he keeps them well fed so that they can't die and they can't escape but somehow the two of us we have escaped from his prison and we feel if we jump into and jump and end our lives at least he will lose strength of two people and then they told him that gajeshakti is also there only he also has lost all his strength so now hanuman realized the problem and hanuman straight away went to the uh, kingdom of baladhari and he invited baladhari challenged baladhari for a fight now baladhari when he saw hanuman's size and hanuman's power he realized wow this is lottery you know imagine getting the strength of somebody as powerful as hanuman you know so he said yes he has come and what baladhari did he caught hanuman and when baladhari caught hanuman he wanted to take away the energy of hanuman and the energy of hanuman was entering into baladhari i imagine you putting your mobile phone charge on a transformer you know what will happen the phone will blast right so hanuman is so powerful 
and this guy balgari is thinking i'll take half the strength of anuman you know and this fellow he didn't realize what is going to happen after a little time this man's body was not able to handle only full power it was collapsing and he was he was trying to leave hanuman but now hanuman got him and hanuman did not leave him till his body blasted and balgari died and as soon as balgari died all these people that were captivated by balgari they all got their strengths back and of course their body was still emaciated and thin so hanuman got, called all of them together and hanuman told all of them from today onwards i promise all of you that no one can take the strength of anybody else if you want to be strong you have to work hard towards it and that day hanuman ji told all these people so these are all wrestlers right they were all powerful people but now they had become very thin and emaciated hanuman trained all them all of them up in exercise how to exercise to become strong and hanuman personally inspired all of them to start exercising on a daily basis he told them what to eat or not to eat he gave them very clear instructions and hanuman he told all of them that i will remain with all of you in this form and he created this orange form of hanuman ji and if you actually go to akhadas in india the traditional gyms of akhadas even if you go to india today to the villages of india you will find in the villages these akhadas are there traditional gyms where you find this deity of hanuman ji and people worship the deity of hanuman ji this orange deity of hanuman ji and only then start the exercises so this is the story of the orange hanuman how do you like this story <laughs> now i'm going to tell you all the story of the black hanuman this black hanuman is a very special form of hanuman he is known as shamvarna hanuman have you ever heard of shamvarna hanuman how many of you have gone to gordhan eco village anybody here have gone to jeev bombay so in gordhan eco village we have the black hanuman in one little corner of our uh, the land in gordhan eco village we have this black hanuman Now I'm going to tell you how the black hanuman came into being, and it's an amazing story. One day, Hanumanji was traveling around, and he came across a very strange scene. He saw four people, very effulgent, looking like gods, but they were going to jump into the earth. The earth had split open, <coughs> and these four were going to jump into the earth and, you know, uh, leave their existence. So Hanuman ji went and stopped them, and he asked them, "Who are you all? Why are you jumping into the earth?" These four gods, they said, "We are the four Purusharthas, Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha." So uh, these four gods, they told Hanuman ji, "We can't live anymore because there's one guy, one demon, who is troubling us like anything, and we want to get away from him, but he's not allowing us to get away also." So we just somehow escape from this minister of this demon, and we jump into the earth. We want we don't want to live on earth anymore. So Hanuman said, "Come on, if dharma or the kama moksha goes away from earth, then what 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 will human beings do?" He said, "No, no, no, don't do it. I will help you all." And he put these four demigods inside four trees. He put dharma inside the banyan tree. He put artha inside the money plant. He put kama inside the kadamba tree. and he put moksha inside the people tree he hid the four of them 
And he told them, you remain hidden here till I come back. So then Hanuman went away to find out where, uh, you know, who is this demon that is troubling such powerful gods. As Hanuman travelled around, he realised that this, the source of all the problems in the, is in the heaven. So Hanuman reached the heavens and he wanted to fight against this particular demon. When Hanuman reached there, he saw the most crazy of the crazy scenes he had ever seen in his life. You know what he saw? He saw in the heavens all the gods, Indra, Varuna, Chandra, all, he named the gods. All of them were there, but there were two of them each. Each, each god, there was a duplicate. There was one Indra, original, there were duplicate Indra. And both of them fighting with each other. There was an original Vayu and a duplicate Vayu, both of them fighting with each other. So this demon, he had the ability to create duplicates of anybody. Now imagine, you know, if all of you are caught by this demon, he'll make a duplicate of you only. And your own duplicate will fight with you. So imagine Indra fighting against Indra. Why are you fighting against Vayu? It was a terrible fight. It was madness. Nobody knew who is original, nobody knew who is duplicate. And Hanuman was totally confused and bewildered. You know? And when Hanuman reached over there, trying to figure out what is happening, by that time this demon, he created duplicate of Hanuman also. And the only difference between the original and duplicate Hanuman was duplicate Hanuman was dark in colour. He was, you know, blackish in colour, he was going to sham work on Hanuman. So, the duplicate Hanuman came to fight against the original Hanuman. So, when the two of them were fighting, at some point Hanuman understood, though this fellow is my duplicate, so what this demon did was, the duplicates that he, create, he was creating had all the qualities of the original, all the strengths of the original. But they had a de demonic mindset, you know, they were like demons basically. So when Hanuman was fighting against his duplicate, at some point he realized, if this fellow is my duplicate, he has everything that I have, that means he also should have the intelligence that I have. And that means he should also have the reasoning power that I have. And Hanuman started talking to his duplicate in a very nice way, while fighting with him. He said, see, ultimately you are my duplicate. And if you are my duplicate, you should also listen to what I am saying, you know. And then slowly, slowly Hanuman started convincing his duplicate to become a good person. <laughs> and eventually, in some time, the duplicate agreed, you know, to become a good person. And now this demon, he was bewildered because he had never seen a duplicate, you know, change his nature, you know. And this duplicate Hanuman, you know, Shamvarna Hanuman, he agreed to help the original Hanuman. So what the original Hanuman did, so, Sham, uh, so, the, uh, so the original Hanuman told this duplicate Hanuman, Shamvarna Hanuman, that see, because you have agreed to be a good person, I will give you a blessing. The blessing that I will give you is that you will be worshipped always. And in this form that you are in, we, you will be worshipped. And Hanuman made that duplicate person into a stone, into a deity. And that deity, till today, is worshipped around the world. And any time, wherever you find any place where there are negative energies, <coughs> where there are ghosts and negative energies, there this duplicate this uh, Shamvarna Hanuman is installed. And as soon as Shamvarna Hanuman is installed, all negative energy disappears from that place. So this is a blessing that Hanumanji gave Shamvarna Hanuman. And Hanuman expanded himself and one expansion of the original Hanuman entered into this Shamvarna Hanuman. 
so that's why from now from that point onwards this shamvarna hanuman also became very famous across the world so now um, one problem was solved but this demon was still there so hanuman ji what he did was he took all the gods and he brought the surubi cow the mother of all the cows you know surubi is very powerful personality so he put all the gods into the body of surubi cow and he he brought this four dharmartha kama moksha were hidden in the trees he put them in the four legs of the surubi cow and he took the surubi cow and he was taking the surubi cow away to protect all the gods and as hanuman was taking the surubi cow away this demon came and attacked hanuman ji and stopped and this demon thought now hanuman has made life very simple for me if i only cut this cow's neck if i do a go me the yagya all the gods will be dead at one go so with that in mind this demon was actually going to try to cut this cow and hanuman told the surubi cow now you have to help me fight with this demon and then hanuman started so no no matter how much they were beating up this demon no matter how much they were fighting with this demon this guy was not dying only because he had immortality literally he 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 had the boon that he couldn't be killed by any weapon he couldn't be killed by any human beings he couldn't be killed by any of the gods so literally he was immortal so hanuman was thinking how do you kill a person who cannot be killed by weapons how do you kill a weapon that a person that cannot be killed by humans how do you kill a person who cannot be killed by gods suddenly hanuman realized the solution is in the surubi cow only the surubi cow had horns they were technically not weapons he told the surubi cow go and beat this fellow with your horns you know so the surubi cow used her horns and poked this guy and eventually you know he this fellow died and that is how hanuman saved all the gods uh with the help of uh, mother uh, mother cow so like this the shamvarna hanuman got his existence so these are the three colors the red color the orange color and the black color how do you like these stories fun <laughs> now i'm going to tell you some really sweet and beautiful stories of hanuman ji one time all the um ayodhya vasis you know they had a problem with hanuman ji they were very upset with hanuman you know why because hanuman did everything he didn't allow them to do anything they could not do a single service before before anybody else reaches there hanuman would do we finish the service and go away he was so enthusiastic to serve ram so all the devotees of ayodhya they went to mother sita and complained against her complained to her about hanuman ji they told her as long as this hanuman is there we will not get to do any seva please do something about hanuman so sita said okay let's make a list of all seva so they made a list of all the seva to lord ram from morning to evening big list they made every single seva from morning to night and against every seva they started putting name you know this seva lakshman will do this seva hanuman uh, bharat will do like this they put all names of all the devotees and they didn't give any seva to hanuman mother sita after making that whole list she took the list to lord ram and she told ram can you please sign this list ram said what is this list so sita said you know you're making official rooster like a proper list of all services we want you to approve it so ram saw the whole list he saw hanuman's name is not there at all he understood what these people are up to but anyway ram signed it so next day hanuman came for doing different services 
anywhere you would go, somebody would be there standing already and showing list. See, your name is not on the list. No? My name is here. You know? Hanuman got fed up. Whatever he went to do, there's somebody with the list over there. You know? Hanuman said, what is this list? And then he went to, uh, you know, he, come, he was very, very upset. He went to Sita and he said, what is this? I don't know any seva at all. Sita said, see, we made a proper list. Ram has signed over here. Now, if, if there's anything that is not in this list, you can do that seva. So Hanuman was thinking, you know, what is not in this list? Literally, every service they had listed it out. After carefully going through the list, Hanuman got an idea. He said, there is one seva that is not in this list. They all asked, what seva is not on this list? Anuman said, there's one very important seva that is not on the list, and that is when Ram yawns, you know, when Ram yawns, there is nobody to snap fingers in front of Ram's mouth. That's a very important seva, you know. So these people are thinking, how is that a seva, you know? I mean, no, he's Hanuman said, no, 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 this is very, very important seva. So anyway, they, they said, it's okay, you, know, you, you can do it. So Hanuman was very happy. He went and stood next to Ram. They said, why are you standing here? He said, Ram can yawn anytime. I have to be present here when he yawns. This is my seva. This is the only seva I have. You know? All day long from morning to evening, I was standing next to Ram only. You know? And all of these devotees were thinking, you know, he probably made a big mistake. You know? Whole day, Ram was in the court. And the evening, he was coming back to his room. There also Hanuman started following him. <laughs> Sita said, what are you doing here? Hanuman said, see, Ram can yawn in the middle of the night also, I have to be there doing seva. Sita said, you can't enter here, get out from here. You know? <laughs> so she didn't allow him to enter the bedroom. So Ram and Sita went to sleep. Hanumanji was feeling very sad. You know? I only want seva. What if Ram yawns in the night and I'm not doing my seva? You know? So Hanuman decided, I'm going to sit on the terrace of, of the building and I'm going to keep doing like this all night long. You know? He was at least I'm doing my seva, right? We don't know when Ram will yawn. So Hanuman kept doing like this, like this, you know, all night long. And something was happening in the bedroom of Lord Ram. Ram was sleeping, you know, with, next to Mother Sita. And suddenly he started yawning. Mother Sita was thinking, oh, he's so tired, he's yawning so much, you know. And he started yawning so much, so much, that at some point his mouth remained open only. Continuous yawning. Sita was very shocked. Can you imagine your mouth was open all the time? Sita was very shocked and disturbed. She ran and called everybody. And everybody saw Ram is like constantly on him. So Vashishta, the guru of you know all the devotees, all the Ayodhyavasis there, he saw that Hanuman is missing. He said, where is Hanuman? We don't know. He said, find Hanuman first. They ran around and found Hanuman sitting on the terrace doing like this, like this, like this. You know? <laughs> they caught him and brought him down. And Vashishtha told him, stop, stop doing that. You know, stop snapping your fingers, you know. And the moment Hanuman stopped snapping his fingers, Ram's mouth closed. <laughs> so the idea is usually the, the 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 point was when Ram yawns, Hanuman will snap. Right? But because Hanuman was doing it so much sincerity, whenever Hanuman slept, Ram yawned. <laughs> so it became like a you know reciprocal relationship between Ram and Hanuman. That's when all the devotees realize that Hanuman is too powerful. You should not, you know, meddle around with his service. And then they let go of the list for the next day. <laughs> One time, um, all the Vanaras in Lord Ram's army, they observed something very interesting. They observed that all human beings are doing Ekadasi. 
in those days you know when you would be you would do ekadashi you would not eat at all i mean nowadays ekadashi means big feast right it's like more than normal days <laughs> so in those days ekadashi they would not eat at all anything so all the monkeys decided we will also do ekadashi from you know this time all the monkeys decided we are not going to eat anything no drinking no eating nothing so the ekadashi day began and for few hours the monkeys were fasting after a few hours of fasting one monkey had a thought this monkey was thinking if you are going to be fasting all day what if tomorrow morning we don't have any energy to climb tree only what will happen to us we'll die like that only without eating anything so then all the monkeys got scared they said better we go and sit on top of a tree top of the trees and then morning we will just pluck the fruit and eat you know so all of them went and sat on top of trees and the fruits were hanging in front of them you know so after one two or more hours one monkey had an thought he said what if tomorrow we have no energy left at all and we are not even able to pluck the fruits what will happen to us we'll be in front of the fruit but we'll die so then they got really scared of this idea and they decided we'll pluck the fruit and keep in our hand you know we'll eat tomorrow so they all plucked fruits kept them both their hands and after one more hour one monkey had a thought what if we have no energy to bite also tomorrow you know we'll we'll have fruit in our hand we'll die the monkey said okay let's bite but we'll not eat it we'll not swallow it tomorrow morning we'll swallow so they all bit that was the end of their ekadashi <laughs> from that time they realized that they can't do ekadashi one time when uh, all the vanaras were in ayodhya after ram's coronation the ayodhya vasis they did uh, they were so grateful to the monkeys lord ram was so grateful to the monkeys when ram was fighting against ravan and there was this whole phase ram had nothing with him right he didn't have any money he didn't have any resources nothing so he couldn't give the monkeys anything but after they ram became the king of ayodhya he said i need to give something back to these people he told all the ayodhya vasis respect these people the vanaras though they look like monkeys don't disrespect them so the human beings just for you know reciprocation they called all the monkeys for a prasadam feast one day imagine inviting monkeys for a feast you know very dangerous idea isn't it so the monkeys were thinking if we go there and we don't behave properly it will be a big insult to lord ram what will people think of ram they'll think ram's army is so indisciplined you know so all the monkeys said no we can't do like this we have to behave nicely but the monkeys didn't know how to behave nicely they had no idea you know no training how to behave nicely so then they all had a discussion they realized there's only one monkey among them who knew how to behave like human beings and that was hanuman ji they said we will follow whatever hanuman does whatever he does we will do and that is how we will also become very well behaved so they all agreed and next day they all left for the prasadam hall on time and hanuman ji was started walking straight ahead you know and he was back erect walking straight you know and all the monkeys walking in line in front behind hanuman ji the human was amazed how can monkeys walk in a straight line you know they were just amazed and finally all the monkeys entered in the prasadam hall and they all sat in rows 
Hanumanji went and sat right in the front. And all of them sat exactly in the style of Hanumanji. He closed his eyes, his hands folded, he was sitting, you know, in front of the plates, prasadam plates. And then the human beings started serving all of them prasad. So these monkeys are getting so tempted to eat everything that was being served, you know. But Hanuman was not eating at all. His hands were folded, he was offering some prayers. So all the monkeys were imitating Hanumanji. They also fold their hands, they were doing, the, they were saying something, God knows what. Finally, the last item was being served. And the last item was green peas sabji, you know, made of green peas. And all the monkeys are waiting when you will start eating. You know, they are getting so tempted with the food. Finally, the last person who was served green peas sabji was Hanumanji. And this person, he served green peas on Hanumanji's plate. One pea from that sabji started bouncing out of Hanumanji's plate. He jumped out and it rolled out of the plate. And Hanuman was so angry and upset with that one green pea. How did it jump out? You know? Hanuman jumped to catch it. And then that was it. And all the monkeys, they also thought that is what we are supposed to do. <laughs> all of them jumped out. And that was the end of the Prasad feast. <laughs> and then of course they ate in their own style, which is very natural to them. <laughs> Lord Ram and Hanumanji, they have such a beautiful connection. And the connection between them is so amazing and so special. One time, when Hanuman was leaving to, to Lanka to search for Mother Sita to the south, Hanuman went to take blessings of Lord Ram. And Hanuman touched the feet of Lord Ram to take blessings of Ram. So when Hanuman touched the feet of Ram, Ram you know, caught the shoulder of Hanumanji to pull him up. And when Ram caught the shoulder of Hanumanji to pull him up, Hanuman told Lord Ram, My dear Ram, let's stay like this only. Ram was confused. He said, what do you mean by like this only? He said, as long as my hand are on your feet, your hands will be on my shoulders. As soon as I remove my feet, my hand from your feet, your hands will come off my shoulders. So what is the meaning of Ram's hand being on our shoulder? What does it mean? Shoulder, hands, arms is a place where we do things, right? We do a lot of things using our hands, right? So Ram's hands being on our shoulder means what? Whatever ability we have in life, it comes by the blessing of the Lord. Right? But when does Ram's hand remain on our shoulders? When our hand remains on his feet. So as long as we are holding the feet of Lord Ram, Ram will keep blessing us. So Hanumanji tells Ram, my dear Lord, we remain like this only. Let's remain forever like this. So Ram was so happy with Hanumanji and his mood. So when all the monkeys were leaving for Lanka to search for Sita, Ram blessed everyone. He gave different, different blessings to everyone. He gave one, one blessing. Finally, the end of, after everybody had gone, finally Hanumanji came. Ram wanted to play a little trick on Hanumanji, wanted to test Hanumanji a little bit. He told Hanumanji, why did you come so late? I don't have any blessings to give you now. I've given all my blessings away. All the big things, every single blessing I had, I've given away. Now I don't have anything to give you. Anumaji told Lord Ram, my dear Lord, you have given away all the big things, but the smallest thing you have with you still, I want that. 
but arm was confused he said what is the smallest thing i have anuraj said first you promised me what was the smallest thing you have you give me ram didn't know what you saying he said okay i'll give you and anuraj said my dear lord the smallest thing in your position is your name ram so small right very small name <laughs> so anuraj said give me your name so from that day onwards ram naam is anuraj's property <laughs> so ram gave his name to anuraj so wherever ram naam happens anuraj is there and hanuman ji has copyright over ram naam forever eternally he owns ram naam one time um after uh, you know ram became the king of ayodhya and uh, he and sita were coronated lord shivan parvati wanted to visit them so lord shivan parvati came to ayodhya to visit ram and sita So Ram Sita was very happy. Shiva Parvati had come to visit them. He they invited them for lunch. Shiva Parvati before they you know have lunch they wanted to meet Hanuman ji. So Shiva asked Ram where is Hanuman. So Ram said I don't know where he is. If he is not anywhere in the palace, he must be in the garden. Shiva Parvati went to the garden you know to find Hanuman ji. And in the garden they found a very strange scene. You know what they saw? They saw that in the garden. under a huge tree hanuman ji was sleeping peacefully sleeping but while hanuman was sleeping he was snoring so when you and i snore it's very dangerous sounding isn't it there are some people who snore so badly it's scary yeah? it's like a horror movie uh, right in next to you it's so scary But when Hanuman ji was snoring, from the snore Hanuman was Ram Nam coming. Imagine how absorbed Hanuman was in Ram. While he was snoring, Ram Nam is coming. And and the most amazing thing was the snoring of Hanuman ji and the Ram Nam coming out of Hanuman ji snoring was so powerful that all the leaves of the tree under which he was sleeping were reverberating, chanting the name of Ram. So he, what a, imagine the scene, you know? So Shiva, when he saw this, he was amazed. He ran there and he started dancing, playing his damru, you know. This is like Hari Nam Sankirtan going on. He was dancing, playing his damru, chanting the Ram Nam, and then seeing Shiva absorbed and dancing, Parvati also began to dance. And here Sita and Ram are waiting here, and they are not coming back only. Shiva Parvati dancing. So um, you know, Sita sent Lakshman to find out what's happening there in the garden, you know. So Lakshman came and he saw here Adhyam Sangeetan going on, you know. And not just Shiva Parvati dancing, Gandharvas, Apsaras, Kinnaras, all of them playing musical instruments, you know. There's massive Hari Nam going on. And Lakshman got so enthusiastic, he also began to dance. And then Sita sent Bharat. Bharat also started dancing. Then he sent Shatrughna. Shatrughna also started dancing. And then Rama Sita was thinking, where are these people? They came out, and they saw all these people are dancing over here, singing Hari Nam, you know, chanting the names of Ram. And then Ram saw only Hanuman is sleeping. <laughs> Everybody is dancing, <laughs> and Ram understood that you know the whole problem is here. <laughs> so Ram went and woke up Hanuman ji, and Hanuman when he woke up, the snoring stopped, and then the whole all the leaves stopped vibrating, 
and then lord shiva stopped dancing and then all the gandharvas apsaras went away and then ram and sita invited all of them for prasad so they all went inside and sat for prasad anuma was feeling so embarrassed you know that all you know he caused so much disturbance to everybody so then while they were all sitting for prasad you know hanuman wanted to serve and sita said no no today you sit and she started serving and hanuman ji so usually hanuman ji eats after ram eats and hanuman ji eats the remnants of lord ram but today he was eating you know along with lord ram and he was eating so much sita was very confused why is he eating so much today you know and he was eating so much quantity it was seemed that he need everybody else to share also sita didn't know what to do lord shiva saw the situation and he understood what the problem is and sita took uh, sorry lord shiva took a tulsi leaf and he wrote ram naam on the tulsi leaf and gave it to hanuman ji and asana hanuman ate that ram naam you know tulsi leaf with the ram naam he became totally satisfied he was completely satisfied and then lord shiva seeing hanuman ji's devotion to lord ram he blessed him that may you always have great taste towards the to chanting the holy names of lord ram and that is how lord hanuman ji is one of the most powerful devotees of the lord and whenever and wherever you find uh, any kind of small taste towards uh, any wherever hanuman ram katha goes on hanuman ji is very much there wherever ram naam is chanted hanuman ji is very much there because he has got the blessings of lord ram that wherever ram katha goes on hanuman so that means as long as ram katha goes on in this world hanuman is going to be there in this world so even here in this room somewhere hanuman will be there for sure so we discuss the ram katha yeah. i am going to tell you all two more stories of hanuman ji okay very sweet there is a particular place in chitrakoot i just you know about a month back i was in chitrakoot and i heard the story over there and it's an amazing story the story is about um, tulsidas ji tulsidas is one of the great writers of ramayan so tulsidas every day he would do ramkatha and every day when tulsidas ji would do ramkatha hanuman ji would come and sit there and hear tulsidas ji chant doing ramkatha and tulsidas never realized that hanuman is there until someone a saint told tulsidas ji hanuman comes for every ramkatha when tulsidas ji heard that he was absolutely sure hanuman is here but he wanted to recognize who is hanuman so he would wait to find out who is the first person to leave immediately after ramkatha gets over and who is the last person to exactly come when the ramkatha starts and he realized there is one beggar who comes with a shawl and his whole body is covered only eyes are visible you know every part of his body is covered and then tulsidas ji understood this has to be hanuman and that day what he did was he the moment he finished speaking he ran to reach where hanuman is sitting there and he caught hanuman ji's feet and hanuman couldn't escape you know so tulsidas ji told hanuman ji please you have to bless me so that i can have darshan of lord ram hanuman ji said see i can't assure you but i'll try and tulsidas ji one day he was sitting in uh, on the banks of the uh, mandakini i think if i'm not mistaken anyway so uh, he was sitting on the bank of the river and he was 
Um, so every day to Uzdaji, he'd give do and say some very beautiful service to all the villagers in that place. He would take a big a wooden uh, like, uh, log and he would rub Chandan on it. And anyone who would come there, he would put Chandan, he would put Tilak on their heads. So imagine what a service Uzdaji was doing, you know. I mean, if you, if you are if you have new devotees come in and you know you want to put tilak on their head, whom do you tell to put tilak? You'll tell some young boys and young girls, you know, somebody new to put go and put tilak, right? Will you see the senior most devotee putting tilak on everybody's head? You won't. Here, Tulsidasi is like the most exalted person, and he himself would put tilak on everybody's head. So while Tulsidasi was putting tilak on everybody's head, there was one little small child that came. And this little child, he told Tulsidasi, very sweet looking child, he told Tulsidasi, you put, Baba, you put Tilak on everybody's head, today I want to put Tilak on your head. Tulsidasi allowed him. And this little child actually put beautiful Tilak on Tulsidasi's head. And Tulsidasi also put Tilak on that child's head. And the moment he did that, there was a small uh, parrot sitting close by. And this parrot was Hanumanji, in the form of a parrot. And Hanumanji, in the form of a parrot, he shouted out to Tulsidasi in a very coded form that this is Ram. And the moment Tulsidasi heard Hanuman loudly shouting out this is Ram, he instantly caught the feet of Lord Ram. And that is how Tulsidasi had not recognized Ram. Imagine, Ram was sitting in front of him, but he didn't recognize him. But when Hanuman indicated that this is Ram, he immediately took shelter of Lord Ram. So Hanuman is a devotee who helps us come closer to Ram. So if you want to come to, to, to come closer to Ram, then the path to come closer to Ram is through Hanuman. And it's a very assured path. And this is the last story I would like to tell for today. This is one of my favorite stories. I love this story. One time, Narad Muni, he comes to meet uh, Hanumanji. And he asks Hanuman a question. He tells Hanuman that, um, Hanuman, there are so many devotees of, of the Lord. Do you know who is the best devotee of the Lord? Hanuman said, why do you need to know? Just go and ask Lord Ram and look at the diary of Ram. You will find out. Naradhuni was shocked. He said, Ram has a diary? Hanumanji said, yeah, yeah, go and ask Ram. He has a big diary. So, uh, you know, Narad Muni went all the way to Lord Ram and he asked Ram, My dear Lord, do you have the names of all the devotees in the diary? Ram very, you know, uh, very um, seriously pointed out that, yeah, go there, check. And there was this huge diary, diary there. And Tulsidasi opened the diary and the names of hundreds and thousands of devotees in line. And, Tulsi, and uh, Narad Muni was so happy to find out that his name was the first in the diary. And Narad Muni was thrilled. He went through the whole diary and Hanuman's name was not there only. So Narad Muni went back to Hanumanji and he said, Hanuman, you are such a great devotee of the Lord. How come your name is not in the diary at all? You are doing so much for the Lord. Shouldn't your name be there? Hanumanji asked him, did you see the small diary of Ram? Narad Muni was shocked. He said, is there a small diary also? Hanumanji said, yes, ask Ram, he will show you. So Narayana went back to Lord Ram and he asked Lord Ram, my dear Lord, do you have a small diary? Ram said yes. And from next to his heart, he removed a small diary and gave it to Narayana. 
and Narmani opened the small diary. In that, again, there were names of devotees. And in that small diary, the first name was Hanuman. And in the small diary, his name was not there only. <laughs> so Narmani was very confused now. He went back to Ram and he asked him, what is this? In this diary, so many names are there, and this diary, so many other names are there. The names in this diary are not in this diary, and the names in this diary are not in this diary. What is this small diary, big diary business, you know? And Ram told him, the big diary contains the names of all those devotees who constantly remember me. And the small diary contains the names of all those devotees whom I constantly remember. Of course, for all of us, our names are not in both the diaries. <laughs> so we are, the aim of life is, to, is that our name gets into one of the diaries at least. <laughs> but this story goes to show how dear you know, Anumanji is to Lord Ram and how much, um, I mean to enter into the small diary of Ram where Ram constantly remembers his devotee is like very exalted, isn't it? And the qualities that Anumanji has in him and the beautiful nature that Anumanji has makes him so endeared to the Lord. So let us all on this day, meditate on Hanumanji. All of you all are a part of Pandav Sena, carrying Hanuman in your, you know, in your t-shirts <laughs> and next to your hearts. But it's important to have Hanumanji in your consciousness, understand the greatness of Hanumanji, understand who Hanumanji is as a person. And that's when we'll actually be able to imbibe some of these qualities. Hare Krishna. Any questions, comments, anything you'd like to say, anything? Do you like the stories? Yes. <laughs> you want to ask something? Any questions? Anybody else? Yes. This orange form of Hanuman that you mentioned before at the beginning in uh, Vrindavan, this orange form is in many, many places. Correct. Is there any other stories that um, uh, give this orange form? Because I, I saw in a wrestling village actually this yeah. orange form, and then I also saw in other places as well. As far as I understand, this is the story that uh, is connected to the orange form. Yes. Um, I read in your chronicle of Hanuman's book at the beginning, you say Hanuman is um, Shiva and his tail is harvesting. So in the stories of Shiva, for example, feeding Hanuman the turkey leaf yeah. or coming and dancing, how does that work? So Hanuman is... so. Lord Shiva expands into what is known as 11 Rudras. So 11 Rudras are expansions of Lord Shiva. Hanumanji is the 11th Rudra. So in that sense, he is the expansion of Shiva's expansion, basically. So when, to, to go to the big dairy is the, the process is that you constantly remember God, right? But from the big dairy to enter into the small dairy, the process is that while you are constantly remembering the Lord, the way you carry yourself and your dealings with other devotees, your dealings with everyone, 
should be so exemplary, should be so sensitive, and should be so beautiful that the Lord wants to remember you. So your ability to remember the Lord brings you to the big diary, but your attitude while remembering the Lord brings you to the small diary. Anything else? Any other questions? So, uh, yes, I, I personally realized that the most powerful way to be conscious of Hanumanji is to read about him, learn about him, and hear about him. So the more I've read, the more I've heard, the more I have been writing about Hanumanji, I've realized that I've become more conscious of him. So, um, and as I'm becoming more conscious of Hanumanji, I'm realizing that the way I behave, the way I'm dealing, the way I live my life is, is changing quite a bit. So I feel all of us, we should put an effort in trying to understand this person. He is a very special person, very unique person. And I feel that the first step is to read about him and to understand him and absorb his mood, basically. That's the first step. And that's, that's one of the reasons I started writing books on Hanumanji. I've written so far about four books on Hanumanji. And, uh, um, and that has really helped me in my absorption. So um, these personalities in the Vedic scriptures, each of them are pretty unique. Um, and the more we meditate on their qualities, those qualities manifest in us. So that is my recommendation. Okay. Anything else? Okay. Thank you very much for being here. I'm so happy to be with all of y'all and tell you all some nice stories on Namanji. Hopefully you learn something nice and you enjoy the stories. So if you all want to hear and read many, many more stories, there's a book on Hanuman Chalisa that I wrote. Uh, this book on Hanuman Chalisa is uh, number one bestseller on Amazon today in India. And hundreds and thousands of people across India have been reading, especially the younger, younger generation. And every single person who has read this book has said this has been the most special book they have read. And for me personally, what I've done is in this book, I've written every word of Hanuman Chalisa through a story. So every single word of Hanuman Chalisa is explained through a story of Hanumanji. That's the, that's the way this whole book is written. So I would highly recommend all of you to get uh, copies of these books and especially the Ramayana series. When I began writing in 2023, the reason I began writing is because uh, what I found is there are not too many books in our, in, in ISKCON for your age group to read and enjoy, you know. So we have very high high level philosophical books, basically, which, you know, at this age, you may not be able to click, you know. So when I was your age, I used to read um, you know, Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew, and stuff like that, you know, fun type of books. And uh, when I got into Krishna consciousness and I started connecting with youngsters, 
um, you know, I used to teach in Gopal's Garden School in Bombay. And as I started meeting a lot of young boys and girls, I realized they don't have anything to read which is spiritual. They are again reading those same stuff that I was reading in my childhood. You know, of course, now there is Harry Potter and you know Percy Jackson and many other things added to that list. But I felt a little bad. That why can't our, our kids, you know, our younger generation, read scriptures nicely? You know, then I realized it's our fault. We have not made such books. You know, for so that's when I started writing. Uh, so. Whenever I write any book, in my mind is youngsters like y'all. So my target audience to write these books is all of you, and I can assure you, when you pick up any of my books, you will feel that uh, it's it's very racy, it's very gripping, it's very fun in its narrative, but at the same time it's very authentic, and at the same time it's very life applicable. So that is the style in which I've been writing. So you, when you read these books, you will actually feel like sharing the content with your friends. You will actually feel like sharing the content with even non-devotee friends who are not at all connected with this con. You will feel like sharing because that's the style in which I've been writing. So please feel free to get all these books. Please harass your parents to get these books for y'all. And I'm going to write like mad. You know, the next uh, every year I write almost close to about three or four books. That's the speed at which I'm writing. You know, it'll be like much much faster than the speed at which y'all can ever read. But whenever you get a chance to read books, please read books, and I can tell you that these books will help you grow as a person, not just as a devotee. Help you grow as a person. Okay, thank you very much, Hare Krishna.